Welcome to My Take, a podcast that discusses current events in nutrition, the business side of the health and fitness industry, and a little bit of everything in between. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about our metabolisms as we age, why patience is figuring out what to do in the meantime, and why you should enjoy the small moments that you get in life. Let's get into the show. Jumping into our nutrition insight today, this this concept is something that we've talked about quite a bit, you know, in our Facebook community and in our group. And I wanted to talk about it because I brought it up in a talk that I gave to LinkedIn's kind of corporate wellness program. Um, and it's just really this core idea that we all have that our metabolisms change substantially as we age. And it's one of those concepts that's just so commonly talked about and accepted, yet it's not really accurately understood because metabolism does change as we age, but not in the way that we think it does. And so if you actually look at the the data in which you can kind of track, um, you know, total energy expenditure, which is kind of your total caloric expenditure, and kind of your basal metabolic rate, right? Which are probably the two big things that actually matter. I mean, there's all the other subcomponents, neat, exercise activity, thermic, thermic effect of food, etc. But what the two pieces that actually, we, when we think about metabolism, it's, hey, how many total calories are we expending? And then kind of what's our, quote, inherent metabolism, right? Our basal metabolic rate. And what's really interesting is if you track people actually over the course of their life, there's, there's really three main stages of metabolism. And I don't, I mean, this has been discussed before. And I think even in this paper, um, you know, Ponser actually talks about this. So I'm just going to refer to a paper and I'm going to link it in the show notes. It was published in science, um, the, the journal science, although I think it technically used to be considered a magazine. I, I've got to do some research on that history because it used to, I think it used to be like science magazine, and then became the journal science, or maybe it's still technically considered a magazine, but it's one of the preeminent peer-reviewed um, you know, pieces of literature. But what's interesting is there's essentially, he breaks it into four phases, but I'm just going to simplify it into three phases. There is, I'm just going to call it growth, stasis, and decline, right? Those are kind of the three names I'm going to give to it. And your metabolism is really at its peak while your body is growing, essentially what I'm just going to call vertical growth, right? Like as a baby through teenage years, like you're getting taller and you're obviously growing, you know, in circumference and things like that. But like your body's experiencing what I'm going to call body plan growth, right? So you are, your bones are growing, your organs are growing, your brain's developing. So in that aspect, your metabolism is essentially increasing as you grow until you hit like adulthood, right? And that's true for your basal metabolic rate and it's true for kind of your total energy expenditure. So as like a as a true just absolute total calorie expenditure, right? 
your total calorie expenditure as a baby is actually much smaller than it is as an adult because you weigh 10 kilos as a baby and you weigh 80 kilos as an adult. So you just have less tissue to utilize calories. Now, like as a percent or relative to your body weight, generally as you're growing, your total energy expenditure is actually higher, like as a percent of your body because you're growing your tissue, right? So your total energy expenditure as like a percentage of your body size actually peaks pretty early, right? It's, I think like a year, two years, like you're pretty young when that happens. But then it stays relatively stable throughout adulthood, right? You see some declines from like when you're a tiny, tiny person, like a baby until you're, you know, late teens to about 20 and then it's relatively flat. And this, this is true for both your total energy expenditure and your basal metabolic rate. And then your basal metabolic rate is essentially flat from about the age of 15, 16 until your you know, late 60s to early 70s, depending on the person. And then you start to see declines in both total energy expenditure and basal metabolic rate. And a lot of that is, it's just age-related kind of biological decay. It's reductions in certain types of body tissue. Um, it is just lack of physical activity, etc. So your total energy expenditure drops as you hit that age because you just start being less active and basal metabolic rate starts change, starts dropping just because you have, you know, less act, less biologically active tissue, kind of just the experience of aging and kind of age related, what I'll call biological decay just starts to reduce the amount of energy is expended. But what's really important is between the ages of 20 and 60, your basal metabolic rate or your basal energy expenditure and your total energy expenditure are essentially flat, right? Like there's maybe minor deviations of a percent or two, but like there's not a real big meaningful change. So this idea of like, hey, once I hit my... 20s, my metabolism dropped, or once I hit my 30s, my metabolism really slowed down, or once I hit my 40s, that's just, from the data, not correct. So what we usually see is people's lifestyles change dramatically in some aspect that causes them to see changes, right? So you take a new job, you have kids, you, you know, whatever happens, but you see these big changes in lifestyle that actually result in these changes in your total energy expenditure. And it's not really related to age. And so that's actually a super interesting finding that we see. Um, So when we think about that, just in the context of, you know, why do a lot of us gain weight as we hit our, you know, 30s, 40s, 50s, there's kind of two reasons. One is our lives change, right? We become super busy. We're stuck in the office all the time. We're driving kids around. Like we're just not physically active. We spend all of our day sitting or we make different food choices, etc. Um, the other aspect of it is if you have, you know, a very small calorie surplus, it can take years for that to really manifest in like meaningful weight change. So just as the decades add, those small things add up. So that's it for the Nutrition Insight. We're going to take a quick break and we'll jump back into the Business Insights.
jumping into the business insights, this is a concept that I think I heard it before somewhere, but it was something I was thinking about the other day. And it's just the concept of patience is figuring out what to do in the meantime. And I want to give you like a personal life story. This is like not like my personal life, but like a more personal story than a business story to help you kind of understand the concept. Um, let's say your goal is to retire at a certain age, right? Let's just pick 65. That's when you want to retire. And you know, based on like the laws of compound interest, if you have a million dollars saved by the time you're 35, that's going to double three to four times by the time you're 65. So let's say you work your butt off in your 20s and 30s. You set aside a million dollars. That's just an investment account. And you now don't have to ever add another dollar to your retirement account. And let's say you've also got a little bit of extra money on top of that socked away somewhere that you know you could work very minimally and just cover your bills until that money compounds, right? And so you're, you've already done all the work you, knew you need to do to retire. Now you just have to wait until 65. Patience is figuring out what to do in the meantime, right? And I think that's a really interesting concept when it comes to business is there's always this balance, especially when you're in a startup of frantic, manic energy of like you always have to be doing something, because you always have to be pushing the ball forward. And then there's also this in the background of you have to wait for some of the things and efforts that you've done to mature. And so patience is figuring out what to do in the meantime. Like let's say you've made a decision of here's what the new marketing slogan is going to be. Here's what the new email series is going to be. Here's what the new core offer is going to be. You know, here's the new sales pages we're going to have. Patience is figuring out what to do in the meantime that's productive and not destructive. And I think about this a lot in business because it feels weird and it feels wrong at times to not monkey with things, to not try to fine-tune things, to not really just be always tinkering. And sometimes it's just you have to be able to stick to the convictions of the decisions you've made and then have the patience to let, you know, the data collection process play out, the seasonality play out, the, you know, economic cycle play out, etc. And so patience is figuring out what to do in the meantime. And that means you have to figure out what does it look like to be patient but not complacent? What does it look like to be patient but not passive? Um, What does it look like to be patient, but not, you know, make it appear like you've just kind of given up? And so I think that's just a really interesting piece of how do you manage that balance? And so that's just kind of my business insight is, you know, how do you find that balance? Then how do you also figure out what to do in that period of patience. So that's it for the Business Insight. Uh, We're going to take another quick break and we'll come back to the last segment of the show. So what am I learning today? 
this is something that's, I would say, relatively new for me and just something that I've been really experiencing a lot lately. And when I say that, I mean it's something I'm choosing to experience. And it's this idea of only engage in the things that move you forward. And when I think about this concept, it's it kind of applies to basically all different areas of your life. And I talked about this a little bit a couple episodes ago where I was kind of like at a at a function at a house with a bunch of people and I realized like this is just not what I want to be doing with my time right now. So I kind of, you know, gracefully made my exit and when did something to me that was more important is only engage in the things that move you forward. And so that means, you know, if there's conversations occurring that you don't feel like you should be involved in, don't be involved in them. Just move on. If people say things to elicit a response and you don't feel like you responding is going to move forward, just don't give them a response. Um, just really think about the things that you mentally engage in and are they moving you forward? Now, the flip side of this is I've had some experiences in my life with, you know, people who are kind of on this hyper-aggressive track of kind of self-improvement, self-betterment, self-exploration, et cetera. And I remember having some, some interactions with people who, it felt like because I wasn't as intensely interested in this just like do everything at all costs to improve myself that I wasn't worth their time. And so there's a difference between only engaging in things that move you forward and being a human, right? And what I what I mean by that is Make sure that you protect the energy, emotional energy, mental energy, time energy, such that you have the ability to make the progress that you want to make in your life without sacrificing the relationships that matter to you along the way. And so just really think about how you decide to move through the world and what you decide to engage in and how you spend your time. All right. The the daily win is just thankful. Um, that is my daily win today. Just thankful for the work that I get to do. Thankful that I get to have a podcast that, you know, about seven people listen to every day. Um, thankful to be in the field I'm in and for the career I've had and, and for the life that, you know, I've, I've built along the way. So just that's the daily win is just a little bit of gra- gratitude. The daily learning lesson. Um, enjoy the small moments that you get. You know, I was thinking about just the last probably 15 years or so. I turned 36 a couple weeks ago. And I think when you, this is just my experience, when you're in your 30s and then you realize you're closer to 40 than you are 30, it's just kind of a weird, weird feeling. And so I was just thinking about you know, the the memories that I have over the last 15 years and just what I've found joy in. And the work's been great. Um, you know, it's been super meaningful. It's been life-changing. It's really set me on a path that I've built a lot of skills and just feel 
feel like I've done what I'm supposed to do with my life. But I was also thinking, you know, the other day I was just sitting on the couch and I was reading a book and I just realized like, it's very strange that you spend so much time and energy and focus to build businesses, to build careers, to do all of these things. And then when you find massive amounts of joy out of just sitting on the couch and reading a book is a lot of life is just the small moments. And so as you're focused on all these big things that you want to do, don't forget to enjoy the small moments, right? And I, I used to tell this to my clients all the time, especially the process of like going to the gym, right? I know that there's, cause this has happened to me countless times is, you know, when you get to the gym at 4.45 in the morning, let's say it's in the summer, and the sun's just coming up as you're walking into the gym. Like, I don't think there's very few people who don't enjoy that moment, right? Or you get done at the gym, and it's before 6 o'clock, and it's like a beautiful morning outside, and you just like, you just have this feeling of like, man, I've already accomplished something really important. The day's just starting, I have the whole day ahead of me and I'm becoming the person I want to become. Like that's a small moment and just enjoy, enjoy that feeling. Just kind of enjoy the emotions, you know, enjoy how your logical brain feels. Enjoy the drive home, like from the gym. It's just try to spend as much time as you can just in those minutes that you get where you feel like there's a lot of happiness and joy because that's really what we're all searching for. So um, that's it for the show today. We have another episode scheduled to come out on Friday and just kind of related to the opening topic where we talked about metabolisms as we age. Actually, a good friend of ours, um, Eric Trexler, is working at Duke University with the scientific group that published the paper. Um, So I'm going to see if I can get him on and get some of his insider insights on just some of the work that they're doing because I think he's been there for maybe close to a year now. Um, So I'm going to see if I can get him on the show and just have a show dedicated to kind of that topic, you know, metabolisms as we age, metabolisms across societies, et cetera. So that's it for the show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I am Dr. Brad. I will see you guys later.